0: 15 Minutes, Eternal Impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, your armor stand firm, everyone. Hey, Andrew. Hello, Edwin.
1: We are progressing to the end of Hebrews chapter 9. Yeah, you, yeah. Read, you read through it yesterday. We did. I went ahead and jumped in and read that last paragraph. We've actually read the entire chapter. Uh, we said yesterday that Jesus only died once. I want to talk about us, mm-hmm. because I think what this passage Passage says, Is that Andrew? You will only die once, mm-hmm. and I will only die once. So mm-hmm. let's why don't you just go ahead and read those last two verses of the chapter? I, I'd really like to talk about that. All right, Hebrews
0: chapter 9, verse 27 from the New King James Version. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him. He will appear a second time apart from sin. For salvation?
1: The very first question I think we need to ask is that we look, we already know that if when we read the book of Revelation, it talks about a second death. Mm, yeah, it does. So let's a just a lake of fire. Yeah, let's just let's just pull that out right now. How is it that here in Hebrews it can say you only die once, but then in Revelation it talks about a second death? What's going on with that?
0: Well, my, my take on that is um, it, it goes together in that when it talks about you only die once, we're talking about this separation of body and spirit. It is the physical death. Uh, When you get to Revelation in the second death, uh, he talks about uh, after a judgment of all the wicked and sin and so forth being cast into a lake of fire. That is a separation from the presence of God for eternity. That is hell, uh, perdition, the righteous judgment of God. And so while we will die, all of us will, uh, unless the Lord comes back first, all of us will know a physical death. Um, We can be redeemed, saved eternally in heaven and not taste the second death if we are in Christ, our sins forgiven, because of his new covenant.
1: So in James chapter 2 and verse 26, it says, "'For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works.'" Is dead. Mm-hmm. Here, even in that passage, th- there is there is the death. There is the death that happens for you and for me. That when the right. body and the spirit are separated, that is death. But and, it act- I was going to say, and even Ecclesiastes talks about that idea
0: that the the body goes to the earth and the mm-hmm. spirit goes back to the God who made it.
1: Even in that passage, though, in James 2, as it talks about death, uh, about the when the body and the spirit are separated, they're dead. It also uses the word dead, though, to talk about something else. Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead. dead. So yeah. all of a sudden we find out that this word dead and death can be applied to other things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when we talked about baptism. We know in Ephesians it says there is one baptism, sure. yet as we go through the New Testament we see the word baptism applied to multiple things. Right. In other words, now we got to figure out, okay, wait a minute, why does he say... Say there is one baptism. We look in Ephesians and we realize well, his point is that there is, it's not that the word baptism can't be applied to multiple things, it's the fact that there is one baptism that brings us into Jesus Christ. There's right. one baptism that provides us the remission of sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, the word baptism can be applied to other things. And so we could have a sermon where we list the five baptisms in the New Testament as long as we drive home, but only one of them Mm -hmm. is the one that brings us into Jesus Christ. And that's the one baptism for Jews and Gentiles together. Sure. So the same thing here. There is one death. What's he talking? Well, there's one time when the body and the spirit are separated. Sure. But then we can use that word death to talk about other things. And in Revelation, as it talks about the second death, it is using death in this figurative way to refer to this this eternity of being separated from God, our spirit completely separated from God's spirit. And I would suggest in, in Hebrews 8, the context
0: to understand this of being this physical death is that there is this discussion of Jesus... And his death as the sacrifice, well, that was the cross. That was the physical death that three days later he has victory over in his resurrection.
1: Yes. And so we experience the first death once. Mm -hmm. Now we'll go to the judgment. Mm-hmm. And then if we are judged and condemned and, and sent away from the presence of God, that's going to be a second death, but it is a different, it's, it's a death with a different nature. It's not yeah. the same thing here. here. Here's what we have, this physical death. This separation of body and spirit does not happen again and again. And again, and notice we've spent a couple of days talking about Jesus, one death, his one offering. He was offered only once. He doesn't have to be offered again and again and again. And here in Hebrews chapter nine, verses 27 through 28, the the Hebrew author says, look, that's like us. How many times do we die Mm
0: -hmm.
1: once? We die once. Mm -hmm. Jesus died once. He does not have to die. He does not have to be sacrificed. He does not have to be offered over and over again. That's just like us. We die once. Mm hmm. Here's something that teaches me. Okay. I I know this is going to seem like I'm coming out of left field, but I think it's something we've got to recognize today. What that tells me is I'm not going to die and then be reincarnated and die again and then be reincarnated and then die again and then be reincarnated and then die again until I finally worked out all my sins or all my separation or all my, until I'm finally united with all that is God so that then I can go on to an eternity of Oneness with God, having become one with all things. That's it's not going to happen. There is no there. There is no reincarnation because you only die once. So yesterday we saw
0: where this writing in Hebrews uh, certainly weighs hard against Catholicism's concept of the Mass. Uh, today we're going to see that it weighs hard against Eastern religions and their <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. concepts of uh, of reincarnation and and uh, what. To, to get to nirvana or some, yes. some improved state.
1: Well, absolutely. Here, okay, here's the thing. There are folks today that want to have the idea that, oh, you know, there's just truth in all religions and all religions. There's just different ways to get to God, and they're all different paths going to the same place. Sure. Uh, I think some people call that perennialism. Some people call it universalism. Uh, there's a really big thing now about the universal Christ Uh, You know, we're all just trying to become our own Christ, really, as we become one with the universe. And when I really realize who I am and and get to know myself and now just express myself, then now I have become Christ. And it's all this—we're all pieces together. Uh, What we find out is, look, like it or not, the Christian religion is exclusive. It is. It does not permit for all these other worldviews and all these other religion. The Christian religion tells me, Jesus died for me. I'm going to surrender to him or I'm not. I'm going to die. And if I am in Jesus Christ, I'm going to be brought into the presence of God. If I am not in Jesus Christ, I am going to be sent away from the presence of God. And that's it. I'm not going to get another shot at it. So it's linear.
0: Like from creation to the day of eternity, it is linear. It's not cyclical. Biblical. And uh, there are not multiverses. No, <laughs> no, shooting off this way and that, right? It, it this this is God's plan set yes. forth for us.
1: Yes, I'm reading a series of books right now. It's a fantasy series called The Wheel of Time. Oh, I yes. am enjoying it. Lots mm-hmm. of people love it. It is fantastic, but it is a fantasy. It's fantasy. It is a fantasy. And one of the, the comments, the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. And there's this picture of creator, and there's a picture of the Dark Lord. And and it, the, in fact, it, it pretty well seems like this whole story is supposed to be set in the future of our world. Oh. Yeah, way, way off in the future. And so here's this presentation, but look, it is fantasy. The wheel, as they talk about the wheel weaves as the wheel wills, people die, and then the wheel spins them back out into life, especially for the few people that are the significant actors in the story of world and deliverance and salvation. And, you know, that's fun as a fantasy, but when it becomes the way I actually deal with true reality, it is a problem. That is not how it works. This concept
0: of, of uh, reincarnating, or I guess channeling, has has uh, has been a door for false teachers and for abuse. You know that someone would come along and claim to be Jesus reincarnated, mm. which people have. Sure, um, well, we were watching a little bit of a, a documentary on the FLDS um, recently, and it was on Netflix. And I, I had missed the part of the story where, uh, where actually, uh, was his name, Warren Jeffs, his dad was the one that kind of started that cult and offshoot going, mm. told everyone he wasn't going to die. Of course, he died. Yeah. But then the boy says, uh, but I'm, dad is actually in me now. Mm. That power's in me now. Yeah. Which is a reincarnation kind of idea. Sure. And, and basically, it just allows, it gives this excuse for someone that wants to... Take power, be manipulative, be a leader, and they, there's some cachet of authority of mm-hmm. saying, "Well, you believe the first one, so now believe me." Yeah, and 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 God's people would be
1: protected
0: from all that type of error and abuse if we could just get a hold on what the Hebrew writer is saying right now.
1: Yeah, so being born again in Christianity is not this body is going to die, and then the person that I really am is going to come back again mm. in some other form or in some other body. Being born again in Christianity is the fact that I am in this life, and I give myself to Jesus, and I am converted. I am changed. Renewed. I am renewed and, yeah. and restored, and I all of those things. I am reborn in Jesus Christ because I know that one of these days, I am going to die one time, and I need to be prepared for it. You only die once, Amen. And, and we need to be ready for that death I and it, it can happen at any time and what what i do not get to hang on to is well you know what if i die before i get it all right i'll just i'll be spun out into the world again i'll come yeah. back it's all going to work out in the end in the end i will eventually get all of this right no no get into jesus now get into jesus now because you only die once you you will not be coming back mm-hmm. to to try to figure this out which which also rules out karma yeah yeah because karma is—so is, sometimes we'll say, you know, hey, what goes around comes around. Sure. And what you and I often mean by that is, is that if I'm mean to somebody, probably they're going to end up being mean to me. But that is not karma. Karma is, it, karma is the idea that when I violate the unity— Mm-hmm. of all that exists, mm-hmm. that I will experience that that division back at me, either in this life or when I return. And so uh, th- that idea of karma is just not true. I'm not going to come back in some former or future life, future iteration of my existence right. to experience the hardship that comes from my being divided from the unity. That's just, it's, it doesn't work like that. God created us. Mm-hmm. God is distinct from his creation. Amen. He has called us to him. Oneness with him is not being emptied of my created status. Sure. It is not me just being absorbed into the deity, which is everything. That is not the biblical worldview. That is not a path to God. That is not a path to to being in eternity in in the bliss and the joy that is at the right hand of God. That's not the path. But I tell you what, I am going to die. And after that, what happens is not rebirth. What happens after that is judgment. Judgment. That's what it says. I need to be ready for that judgment. Judgment. I'm either going to be in Christ mm-hmm. and therefore drawn to God and be with him for eternity, or I'm going to be outside of Christ and therefore sent away from the presence of God.
0: I read this verse, particularly verse 27, about being appointed for man to die once. And uh, and and I'm humbled because I, just, I, I am reminded that God, who is outside of this creation and truly the creator, he holds all things. And uh, each day is a gift from his hand and one day I will die and I will see him in judgment and you will too. Um, I want want to serve him and I want to please him today. Mm. And that can be a very good day. I know God wants it to be a very good day because he has given Christ as a sacrifice that I would have the forgiveness of my sins. So on that day, it is a joy to be with my
1: Lord in heaven. Yes, absolutely. There's a common phrase stated today, YOLO, YOLO. You only live once. Mm -hmm. And that's usually used as kind of a justification for living recklessly and carelessly. I should go ahead and experience this thing because I'm only going to get one shot at it. it. I'd like for us to have Yodo. You only die once, which actually says (laughs) I need to take care because if I die, that's it. I don't get another shot at this life. I don't get another shot at serving the Lord, at being one with Jesus Christ. I, I need to be prepared for that. And so we should be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to throw you off. I guess well, I'll just go with me, prayer. When
0: you said Yodo, man, I just I
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> not Yoda. Oh, not Yoda. You only die once. Yodo. And let's be prepared for it. You know what? But we do end this program over and over again. We probably should do that now. <laughs> Holy God. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about your word. We're 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 Glad that we can have fun with it. We're glad that we can enjoy it. But we do want to take it very seriously that Jesus died once. We'll die once. We're so thankful for his one death, his one offering that prepares us for our one death. And we pray that the message of your gospel and your kingdom will go to everyone around us, that they may be prepared for their death and for the judgment that follows. We know that that is not a pleasant topic in our world. Folks want to deny it and ignore it. But we know that it is your truth, and so we pray that we will always proclaim it and help others be prepared to be with you for all eternity by the death of Jesus. It's through him that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day.
0: Steady, steady, pass the word along.